0: Ayer's On The Road, value-based parenting and life balance ideas from world traveling family coaches. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. Welcome back to Ayer's On The Road. We're always so happy to be talking with you for a few minutes on whenever you are, wherever you are, on a beautiful morning where we are. Isn't that the great thing about podcasts?
1: We just do it when we can and they just listen when they can. Yeah, and. Great. You know, it's uh the only problem is Linda, these it seems like we're doing these every day it comes around. It
0: does. <laughs>
1: How <laughs> can it be a, a week?
0: The lip, the lip, lip. Podcasts have become so incredible. I am loving podcasts when it's gotten me out exercising. I mean, yeah, I just can't yeah. walk for, you know, 50 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever without I can keep my mind active without having something to think about. And I love it. I think it is so great.
1: Audio books too. Although I I would still rather read a book. It's funny how we gravitate though. You know, I, I put off even having a Kindle for a long time because I like a book. I like to mm. hold this book and turn the pages and mark things and bend over the, the corners and you know, and then. Finally, I realized that they were too heavy and we started doing. We travel too much.
0: We can't take the book. But I. And then I resisted the audibles. um, I have to say. Yeah. And then our son got us going on audible. And I um, love my time in the car (laughs) now instead of just ho-hum or just listening to random stuff. And it really has. Well, because I can listen to podcasts in the car and car and uh, books. Books. It well, not too so random. Terrific.
1: We've been listening to Winston Churchill. The, yeah, the uh,
0: Splendid in the Vial. Splendid,
1: splendid in the Vial. That, that book took, it, it said 17 hours on Audible, but if you turn it up to double speed, you can cut <laughs> it in double, half. But, <laughs> but Winston sounds a little funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have really, um, I just love this whole system. Um, mm. It really has been uh, delightful summer especially now that we're finished
1: you're calling it delightful a reunion. <laughs> it's almost over in the, in a way for us our last uh, of all of our children and people who were here for the reunion 60 of them there's only one family still here and we're putting them on the plane tomorrow
0: yeah actually we only had 60 for two days so don't yeah, fall over but true. we did have between 30 and 50 for most of july So it really has been, it has been delightful. I mean, to see all those people together. And you
1: start missing them the minute
0: they leave. The highlight of our summer. It really has been wonderful. Uh, And the reunion of this year was a a special, of course. Um, And you just have to, especially looking back, I mean, I don't mean it. I don't mean it like that sounds, but
1: it really <laughs> it's was, it looks better in the rearview no, mirror it than it did when it was all really the happening. time,
0: every day. It no, was but it so is true.
1: Fun. It is true that I mean, one of the things about gathering with your family and having a lot going on, a lot of chaos, a lot of people you haven't seen for a while, and it gets a little crazy and a little hectic, and then and then you get out, you know, a week or two. I mean, it used to be longer. Remember when we used to have to send in our We'd take pictures. We'd take slides, actually. Remember slides? Yeah. <laughs> and we'd send them off to be developed, and they'd come back in, you know, three weeks or so, and we'd, we'd look at them. We'd get on our projector, and we'd oh boy, put them on a screen. Oh, boy, that was really
0: a long time and, and ago. And then
1: we'd say, wow, we, we really had a lot of fun. Look at these pictures. We didn't realize how great it was at the moment. And it's the same thing now. Only, only we just haven't had time to look through. Oh our no! Photos. But it's
0: instant gratification now because of you the see internet. It on,
1: yeah, you see it on the phone. People, you I see mean, we a,
0: have a daughter who said, "Send me all your pictures." You know, it used to be sort out the best ones and so send them to me. She's saying, "Just send me all your pictures. I'll do the. I'll do the book this year. And uh, here's what you do: just do this, do this, point this, point this, and so." We already have hundreds of pictures. We've got too many. We've got
1: thousands.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad I don't have to go through them.
1: Yeah, she'll edit them down. And then, but what I'm saying, honey, then we'll have that same phenomenon. We'll get that book after a while. We'll look through it again and we'll say, wow, we really had a great time at that reunion. Too bad we were too busy at the moment to notice how much fun we were having. <laughs> but now we can see how much fun we no,
0: were having. No, I noticed how much fun <laughs> we were having. And the actually, the theme for this year, our old, our son Noah and his wife Christy, and their six kids, they have a, an army to put this on, which is so nice. Their oldest is uh, set. 16. 17. 17. Coming up on 17. Come, yeah, soon be 17. Anyway, they have them down to five, and they had so much fun. The parents kept saying, no, this is too much. I'm like, No, no, we want to do this. So if you have an army, that's fine. Uh, that's beautiful. Next year, uh, we have a young family with just little kids, uh, four little kids. And so they assured us that it would have to be much more simple next year. But the theme this year was so great. It was count it all joy. And we talked about the hard times being the good times in a lot of ways because we learned so much. And uh, they had so many examples of count it all joy.
1: No matter how hard it is, no matter how difficult it is, no matter how discouraged you are, count it all joy. It's a scripture, of course, taken from the book of James, Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trial of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing.
0: So thank (laughs) you for that. Your mind is amazing. No,
1: we memorized. We we one time had a contest to see who in our family, this is just a a few years ago when they were all adults. Well, we... We said, who can memorize the whole book of James? And James is a fairly short book, four chapters. Is it four or five? Two, I think. No, no, it's four or five. But, it's, <laughs> but we all tried to do it. And interestingly, uh, the, the young man who, who was then a young man who married our adopted Bulgarian daughter, uh, he and I got into the finals because we both knew the whole i I just I love the book of James and I really worked out. I could never do it now I could never do it now but we finally had a runoff and we each went tried to miss, say the whole thing without looking and I I had four errors, four words, four little words that I missed or didn't link properly. I had forgotten. And I thought, well, that's good enough to win. But he did it, and he had four, too. And so we tied. My
0: goodness, (laughs) I forgot that.
1: But isn't that amazing that I can still. It
0: it is amazing.
1: amazing. When you memorize things, we're having our grandchildren memorize some little things that I call grandfather's secrets, just little little ideas that, you know, we want to plant in their minds, for example, and one of them ties right into the reunion, right? Joy is the purpose of life and a choice you make. And that was really the underlying theme, although Noah and his family put it in the form of, of this beautiful scripture, count it all joy you were going to say more about that.
0: Well, I, th- I just think that was fun to have that as the theme running through all the things that we did every day. It was just three and a half days. And with that many people, you can imagine we could not go any longer, but I, my favorite part was that they assigned one hour to cleaning oh. <laughs> the entire place. So every child, I think and we mentioned every adult last week. That was a, pretty great. Yeah. Had an assignment. And, uh, that even one of the kids came to me later and said, you know, I thought that was awful. We had to work, (laughs) but by the end of the hour, I was so excited. I thought it was really fun. It was really good. And all the adults like we have to do this every year. So um, (laughs) it, and it was very helpful, but anyway, it was a beautiful three and a half days. And of course we crammed in everything else that we could um, as far as, um, having the motorhome truck beforehand. We did a whole show on that recently. And then I doing my Grammy camps with these little sweethearts. And uh, then afterwards they all left for our little adventure land in Oregon. They had 19 people and a sprinter in another car. 19 um, kids, 19 five
1: adults That was crazy. Anyway, but you, you long term listeners, tires on the road, know it usually takes us a while to work our way around to the topic for today. (laughs) It's not about family reunions and what we're talking about, but we're just so. Sometimes there are things that are so on your mind you can't help talking about them for a little while.
0: Well, but and, it is about candid all joy, isn't it? I mean, well, really,
1: it, it, you yeah, can connect it. But this, but this, but what we're going to talk about today is we're going to get back to these three letter lessons, which have come to mean a lot to us. These little words that we try to use in our minds and try to keep aware of what they mean and what they teach us, and they become symbolic of what we're trying to do in our lives and what we're trying to teach other people. And uh, we've got a little beeper going on outside Not the there. house. Oh, I think it stopped. We were worried the road crew. up in the
0: woods. Where in the world is that <laughs> coming from? Anyway, go ahead.
1: I hope you didn't hear that too badly. Um, we're always aware of sound because of the sound engineer for this podcast. But anyway, before we get to this three letter lesson, which is the word end, E-N-D, just to intrigue you. What does the word end mean to you? And we don't mean in the negative sense that the world is going to end. It's just a word that we think is critical because there's always means and there's always ends in all the things we're trying to do. There's goals and there's plans and there's the means to the end in our families. And what is the end? We have to know what the end is before we're very good at developing what the means are. We have to know the goal before we can make very good plans. But one more thing before we get to that, honey, what, what do you say to someone who's sitting there listening and saying, well, great. They had this big reunion and they had all these people. I don't have that kind of family. We can't get together. What do we do? You know, we're disconnected here. What do you say to someone whose family, and I guess what we really say is, hey, all of us have those worries and issues with our family. We all just do the best we can.
0: Absolutely. And I, someone wrote to me once and said, our family is totally dysfunctional. We don't even talk to each other. Uh, what can we do? And I suggested just signing one dinner, you know, let's all meet for dinner at this certain time. And assign something to talk about that is completely unrelated to the and that relationships. Right, right. And uh, she reported back and said that it's amazing that worked. I mean, just that one dinner, that one touch when we, we were together more than we had been together for a long time. I'm glad you mentioned this because we always are worried. Uh, we this our family is on steroids, as you might <laughs> as you might have gathered. But it really is important. That that we really do what we can with what we have with our family. There are so many hard things about family. And don't well. you think
1: that's the underlying message of ours on the road? This is the tenth year we've been doing this podcast, and I think thinking back, that's roughly fifty or fifty-two every year. And if you add those up for ten years, we've done over five hundred of these podcasts. And if there was, if there is an underlying theme. I think it's just don't give up. You know, Do the best you can. All families have issues and worries. All parents have concerns about their children. All all people have relationship issues within their families. But never give up because you gave a perfect example. Linda. If if you can get someone you're a little estranged with to come to dinner with you or to do one little thing that begins to it's the direction you're going in it's not whether you're there that ties into what we're going to be talking about in a minute the means and the end we're not at the end we're not no one has a perfect family no one has a family that they think doesn't need any more work we all have these troubling really sometimes terrifying issues within with those we love the most but you just you just remember that life is long and eternity is even longer and you pray about
0: it, and you do your best. So um, we'd like to leave that with you while you think about that for a moment, and then we're going to come back and really talk about the end. Uh, there really is no end when you think <laughs> right. about it, honey. But looking at the end as you set your goals and think about your family. So,
1: well, you used to love the statement that uh, that our the president of our church, Gordon B. Hinckley, used to say a lot, it'll all be okay in the end.
0: And if it's not, it's not
1: the end. (laughs) (laughs) And that's probably what we're trying to say. Yeah. So
0: hang on and we'll be right back in just a minute. Welcome back to Ayers on the Road. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. And we're back and talking about a lot of things.
1: Should we be real until we, during the break, we had a four-year-old that we had to try to get to be quiet.
0: She came down, (laughs) she came up from downstairs and started yelling, Grammy, I saw a (laughs) cockroach.
1: What did she really see? (laughs) I I have no
0: idea. I told her we'd go look at it (laughs) after we finished talking. Anyway.
1: Anyway, here we go. So three letter lessons just to remind you that may not have listened this is the actually the the 14th three letter lesson we've talked about and this stems from our belief that if you have certain words in your mind that become your touchstones or the things that begin to guide the way you think and the way you the way you operate and the way you try to approach life and we used to call it the benjamin Franklin program, the BF program, because Franklin was the originator of this idea. He would have certain things that he'd work on a different word every week, and they'd be qualities, punctuality or courtesy or courage or different things. And we did that for many, many years, and we've mentioned that on other shows. But we've we've kind of boiled ours down into these small words, these little three-letter words, and the one for this week is "end." E-N-D. And we, we feel that a lot of parents and a lot of families have a really difficult time helping their kids to differentiate between an end and a means or between a goal and a plan. We've used this example before that a, a little child's taking piano lessons and you say, what is your goal? And they say, to practice half an hour every day. And, and it's, it's interesting that that's not a goal, that's a plan. What is the goal? Well, the goal is to play this piece perfectly, or the goal is to finish book three or whatever. A goal being a destination and a plan being how you get there, what the steps are to get there. And so we've thought a lot about that in the macro sense. What is the, what is the end we're all striving for in our lives? What is the goal and then we're in a position to sort of plan our lives and figure out what to do and make decisions that are that are connected and relevant and consistent with what those long range goals are and of course to spiritual people or those who embrace a belief beyond this life the ultimate goal is something beyond this world right uh, depending on what your faith is and what your religion is and so on, or whether you're just a spiritual person and you feel there's something beyond what we see, there's something beyond our five senses, then the goal usually or the end in terms of this life is going somewhere better. However you perceive heaven, or whether it's a place of rest or a place of progress or whatever it is, there's something Beyond, And so it can all fit into something that's much bigger, but having the goal in mind, knowing what that end is, can be a pretty powerful thing for
0: families. Yes. If you have a vision for, and once again, you can't always make that vision happen. It goes off in different directions that you can't plan. You can't um, decide this is the way you want your family to be. And then that just happens. And even if you do everything you can to make certain things happen, it may not happen. So we'll be prepared for that. But it's so good to have a vision of what it is that you want.
1: And and the more you say, you, I, like, I like to use the word vision because it can be something you actually see in your mind. We we often teach audiences that don't just have goals for your achievements, for your career, for your investing, for you know, what you're trying to accomplish in life, have goals for your relationship with your spouse or with your child or with your, uh, you know, your, your own parents. And try to define that. Try to write it down. Try to write a description of the relationship you want in five years with that person. Because these visions, as you say it, are are, you know, I hate to, there's a book, there, there's a lot of books on this, obviously, the law of attraction and the idea that what you think about is what you are, and, and the scriptures, you know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, and so it's the age-old wisdom that what we planned in our minds, what our vision of ourselves, what our vision of our family is, will will guide in ways you don't even understand. I mean, if if the vision's strong enough, it pulls you toward it. It becomes magnetic. It becomes it has gravity. Its gravity pulls you toward it if it's strong enough. And so, we often say that these goals are these ends that we have in mind. End. What a powerful word. Where are we trying to get? What are the goals? And in our case, we, the word we use for it is exaltation. We want to be at some point in eternity more than we are now. We want to be exalted, so to speak. And everything we do here should be leading there. And, of course, our vision of that exaltation or that eternity includes family. Our, our belief is that these relationships survive death, that they go on, that families, I mean, it's a cliche almost in our faith, families can be together forever. And every once in a while you run into someone who says, well, thanks, but I'm not even (laughs) sure I want to be married to you that long. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, But I do think that that has always been your vision, your, um, your mindset, as we've been uh, married and gone together, uh, forward together. But it is really important to realize that there's so many turns in the road as you get to the end. I mean, there are so many things that you can't predict, and there's a certain way to uh, actually embrace those. Once again, count it all joy. It's it's really hard times. It does tie in. Because nothing goes perfectly for anybody, including us and big time. Well, it
1: certainly affects priorities, doesn't it? I mean, if you feel that, you know, the if, if if most of your thinking has to do with buying a bigger house or making more money or having a nicer car, not that those are awful goals or wrong in any way, but but if that's what your vision is, if that's where your mind and your heart is centered, that's a very different thing. Than if you have a longer end in mind, and if you're thinking, I want to be with my family forever, I want to develop these relationships so that we can, you know, go on in, in not only in life, but in eternity, that begins to affect everything we do. You have to understand that we live kind of a double life in a way because we spend a lot of our time with our family and with those who have similar beliefs, but we also spend a lot of time out speaking uh, in, in parts of the world where people have very different religions or have n- no faith of, of any kind, and and it, it's so interesting to try to integrate those two worlds, and, and it's so interesting to see how things are flipped in some cases. We run into so many bright, young aggressive, educated families in our audiences who they, 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 they wouldn't admit it and they wouldn't put it this way, but to our way of thinking, their family supports their career. You know, we've got an opportunity here, so we'll uproot our family and move there. Not that that's always a bad thing to do. Many families do that and it works out well, but it's like the family is here to support and sort of go along with whatever the career or the money path or whatever, wherever it takes us, instead of flipping it around and saying, no, 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 the career is only there to support the family and the relationships. That's what matters. That's the end. That's the goal. The means to the end is the career or the work. The end is the family, not not the career is the end and and the family is the means to get there.
0: And of course, maybe we're sounding a little bit overboard on this because the career is important and things and doing things that really fulfill you for both the mom and that dad is really important. And when I think back on our life with nine children, um, but we only had nine there for a couple of years, (laughs) I started (laughs) funneling out the other end. Um, I look back at, at that and think that was so fun. That was amazing, but it was not, but as I went through, and some of you may know, I wrote a book. When I was a young mother with all those kids at home called. I didn't plan to be a witch because <laughs> I didn't plan to be a witch, but man, I could be the best witch you could imagine when kids did not do follow through and did not ever did dumb things and so on. And so I, I think that, um, we have to keep in mind that those visions should be not only for family, but for fulfilling ourselves.
1: Sure. Yeah, exactly. And becoming all we can be, but we just, I mean, the main challenge of the show today is think in terms of the end, what is the end for you? What's the desired end? And is it just in this life or is it beyond and is it achievements or is it relationships? And which is the means and which is the end. That can actually be a hugely important separation to recognize some of the things we're doing are the means they're important, but they're not the end. They're not the goal. They're the, they're the way we get there. And, and we end, you know, we, if we put a little more thought and vision and effort and prayer, frankly into the end where we want to get to not, not, uh, quite as much into the means by which we get there, and we don't confuse the two with each other. Yeah, it can really, really make uh, a big difference. And so that's the three-letter lesson for this time: um, E N D. Recognize what the what your desired end is, and uh, you know, don't be so concerned if all of the means don't work out because. There's a lot of other means you could pursue to get to those desired ends.
0: So our challenge to you this week is to really contemplate what you do want in the end. I mean what where your priorities have been and maybe readjust a little bit um, and and realize that what you're doing now is so important. Um,
1: yeah. Whatever stage you're at in life, no
0: matter what. I mean, if you're a young parent, it's totally different than you're than we are at our age. But, you know, and maybe we're you feel like you're approaching the end. We don't. We're, <laughs> yeah, think, we're we'll not talking about that
1: kind of an end.
0: <laughs> but um, it really is interesting, no matter what age you are. You have to look to what you want, your vision for what, yeah, what you, you want to be or where you want to be. If
1: you're a young person, not yet married, not yet really established in your career, that's the best time to think about where is it all going? Where is it right. all taking me? Where do I want to be in 50 years or whatever? Strange as that seems to think about. If you're a young married couple, then it's, you know, what do I really want for these kids over time? What's What's going to be my legacy with them? The unexamined life is not worth living. That's, that's the bottom line. If we just go from place to place and day to day and, and go where life takes us, uh, then, then we're not really exerting our proactivity and our ability to have a vision for where we want to go. And if you're a little older like we are and you're a grandparent, then there's a lot of looking back. But that's a good thing. Where have I been? What memories do I want to preserve? What do I want my children and grandchildren to remember about me? How do I teach those things? All of that that is end thinking. That's vision thinking. And it's a beautiful thing. And Sundays is maybe the key day to do it. Um, Again, every time we mention grandparents, we want to come back and and remind you if you're a grandparent this is directly to you if you're if you're uh, a parent please mention this to your parents who are the grandchildren of your the grandparents of your children and that's go to grandparenting101 just get on your computer or your phone and put in grandparenting101.com.com and you'll come to this course that we're doing it's going to start in September. It's the fir- as far near as we can tell. <laughs> We've been searching the Internet ourselves. There's never been a grandparenting course that really, you know, teaches the finer points, the ideas, the best practices. How do you be a more proactive, effective, difference-making grandparent? And we'd love to have you sign up.
0: Well, and in essence, how, how do you want things to end? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) As you look back, it really is going to be fun. We're really looking forward to it. Thank you so much for joining us on Ayers on the Road today. And we hope to see you again next week.
1: And this is Richard and Linda Iyer signing off for one more week of Ayers on the Road. Bye-bye.